0: There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons and Dragons Monster Manual. But we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends! Yay! This week, we make friends with Giants again! Yeah, you sound <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Kyle.
1: I know this is going to be a long episode. Um, we're learning about giants. We're continuing giants.
0: It's giants part two. Part two. Yeah, last time we went into like the background lore and all that sort of stuff about giants in general. Today, we're going to talk about all six different types of
1: giants. Everyone knows that sequels are better.
0: I hope so. i I hope, I guess. I don't know. I actually don't know. They're not.
1: I'm trying to think. I mean, The Lion King 2 was definitely better than The Little Mermaid 2. Never seen it. I really don't think that The Little Mermaid 2 had any business being made, if I'm going to be 100% honest. Because we all know how that story actually ends.
0: I liked watching... Wait, Return of Jafar or Prince of Thieves? Which one was the second one of the Aladdin movies? I have no
1: clue. I've seen them both, though.
0: Me too. I liked them, but I was also 8, so... I Your mean, taste
1: level was pretty high.
0: Yeah, it was, it was a low bar to pass to good. Was there a genie in it? Yeah? I'm sold.
1: Yeah, we already did genies. Uh, yeah, I know. Gins. We did them. They're, they did. We did. Um, so giants. Giants.
0: Are you ready to learn about them?
1: You know what's wild about the word giant is that it has the word ant in it, and ants are very small.
0: Yeah, but uh, it has the prefix of gy, which is ginormous. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess ginormous.
1: I don't even know how you spell that word. All right, tell me about these motherfuckers.
0: Okay, so we're gonna we'll go down we'll go down the ordning.
1: Go oh, down the list. Uh,
0: in case you've forgotten, the ordning is the ranking system of giants, basically.
1: Oh, I, I was like. I don't know. I have too many words I have to learn every day.
0: Yeah, science is hard.
1: Science is hard.
0: Giant science is harder. So I'm having a harder time than you, probably. Even though.
1: Oh, yeah, go off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we'll start at the top of the ordning and then move down. So the Storm Giants.
1: Storm Giants.
0: They are the most powerful of the giants.
1: That is the. That's the dude with the big fucking sword and lightning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're, uh, they're the most powerful. Uh, they're also the least understood because they tend to live as far from civilization as possible.
1: Ah, same.
0: They live on cloud-top castles, which, like, honestly, that seems like an irresponsible place to put your house. I
1: just don't know how dense a cloud is, but I imagine but a like, cloud's... Yo, but what if it rains? A cloud's density is definitely more dense than air.
0: I mean, I guess so, but... But, if it rains, the ground is like your house will plummet to the ground and shatter. Or maybe. And I don't care how big you are as a giant. You're not surviving that
1: fall. I know, fall damage has turned up way too high in real life. We need to we need to reduce fall damage. Please sign my change dot org petition to reduce fall damage in real life. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, The more practical storm giants, though, the ones that, like, want to be above the clouds but don't want to gamble their house's stability, uh, they just build their houses on top of mountains.
1: I I really thought you were going to say birds. I don't know why. There is a bird in this photo. So I was like, yeah, their house is on top of a bird.
0: That would be amazing, and I would have led with that. Yeah. Um, And apparently storm giants can also breathe underwater. Uh, So if a storm giant's like afraid of heights or whatever, they'll just swim down to the bottom of the ocean
1: and build their castles there.
0: So that's that's neat, I guess.
1: You can also sign my secondchange.org petition about uh, breathing capacity underwater and how it should be increased.
0: <laughs> for For people?
1: For people. In real life.
0: It's too low. Yeah, I mean, I would like to breathe underwater, I think.
1: I mean, well, I'll, I'll never go in the water.
0: But... Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I was going to be like, I don't want to spend that much time underwater, but I guess if I happen to be there, it would be nice to be able to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, storm giants are seers. They're oracles, and their ability to see and interpret omens is what gives them their place in the ordning. Ah. Like I said, they tend to spend their lives in seclusion and only gather together to compare the signs and omens that they think they have read in the world. They basically they just spend a lot of time watching things happen. Uh they have such long lives that they tend to see world events in like the big picture. They can foretell the like rise and fall of kingdoms and empires and those kinds of events like would be big for us, mm-hmm. but for them it's just like a minor blip in their life and like in the grand scheme of the universe, they're like basically nothing. Um, so they mostly don't get involved in mortal affairs classic like if you've lived through hundreds of kings rising to power and then watch their entire bloodline slowly fade away over time like none of that is really gonna matter to you no
1: you're gonna be like that's really insignificant
0: yeah like the world goes on with or without that one specific kingdom so like they don't super care about it uh in the way that we would care about it Mm -hmm. they care about it in a This is a thing that has happened. I am documenting this knowledge into my brain. Okay, next.
1: Thank you. Next. But since
0: they do live so long, uh, that does mean that they have a wealth of knowledge and secrets and forgotten lore of the world. So if you go visit a storm giant and they like you, they'll probably share some of that knowledge with you. So uh, they won't help you win a war, but if you go ask them for advice and you're polite about it, they'll probably give you some advice. And it is very important that you are polite about it because they are generally benevolent but if you piss them off like buddy watch out
1: triangular strategy they'll be like this is the best way to <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know where you're going with i don't that know one. where i'm going but that's why his beard's so big it's all full of secrets uh the the
0: next giant In the Ordning, a step down from the Storm Giants is the Cloud Giant. Cloud Giant. Cloud Giant's the one that looks kind of like a vampire slash
1: Hades from Hercules. These are not in order. Okay, there we go. So, um,
0: Cloud Giants also live on
1: clouds. Wow. Revolutionary. Yeah. uh,
0: Also on top of mountains and stuff, too. Um, but they're not as solitary as the storm giants. They form sort of unified clans and they get along with each other. But when they do have to like get together, it takes a while to get them all moving to just blatantly steal from John Mulaney. Uh, you could never put together a heist with Cloud Giants. Ocean's Eleven would never work with Cloud Giants. <laughs> you'd have, your getaway driver would be late, and whoever was supposed to be disabling the security wouldn't get there in time, so you'd just be walking straight into like a
1: functional laser hallway. I love a functional laser hallway. Yeah, if
0: it's protecting your stuff, but if I have to get to the other side of it to steal your stuff, then I don't like it.
1: Maybe I should get a laser hallway. Where would we put it?
0: I mean, I know you're going to say the hallway, but... <laughs>
1: That no, you can't get to the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kyle's not allowed. You have to sleep in the office.
0: I bought the bed.
1: Yeah, nope, not allowed. All right. <laughs> Cloud giants are pretty
0: good spellcasters, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can control the weather, they create clouds and fog and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they can also turn into mist themselves. So if you did need someone to create cover while you were making your getaway, Having a cloud giant around to cover the area in impenetrable fog would be useful. You would just have to make sure that their timing was on point for your heist. Otherwise, uh, you're going to need a backup plan. Uh, Cloud giants are the second highest in the Ordning. But since storm giants pretty much never show up to anything and keep completely to themselves... Cloud giants tend to see themselves as being the most important giants.
1: Because they show up to events.
0: Yeah, they're there. So they order other giants around. They using them as their soldiers or for launching raids on wherever they're going. They're blacksmiths, all that sort of stuff.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Uh, cloud giants do raid mortal humanoids. I was just going to say humans, but no, also other things too. They raid them for their food and supplies, but they also grow produce on top of their clouds. And sometimes that food will fall off of the cloud and will land on the ground. And that's where stories about magic beans come from, which is like not super interesting in itself, I don't think. But I do think it's interesting that that implies that Jack and the Beanstalk is like, it exists in our world. And it's also a story in the D&D world, Mm -hmm. but also there it's a true story. Which is which is neat. Um, except the beans aren't really magic, they're just giant beans. I we're wish like oh I, man, this bean has magic power. Nope. It's just a big bean. I it's wish it's I was normal. A big bean. You wish you were a big Actually, bean.
1: Actually, I think I am. I think I am just a big bean. Being human. <laughs> ha, 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 ha 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 A human being. Uh, average sized human being. Maybe slightly bigger than average sized human being. I don't know. I don't know what average sizes Me are. Me neither. Nobody knows. Google. We don't have. A, we don't have a Google Home. We can't just shout into the ether. If we don't a answers. laser hallway, though, we should
0: probably get. No, a Google I don't home. like Home. I
1: don't like the Google Home. Hey Google, turn off the laser hallway. I'm sorry, I cannot do that. I only listen to Alex. Oh, scary. Yeah, I
0: don't like this anymore. (laughs) Cloud giants keep griffins and wyverns around and, like, other types of big flying creatures to use in the same way that we use hawk... Well, we don't use them, but people use hawks for hunting. I was Um, like,
1: wow, you've got a hawk somewhere in this apartment? I wish. Is it protected by a laser hallway?
0: It will be soon. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of fun. And also, it just reinforces the imagery of just how big giants are, I think. right? Because, like, a hawk man... I don't know. They probably have a name, but a hawk man, you know, they'll call their hawk over and then the hawk lands on their arm and you're like, oh, Oh, they're called. um, So if, if you call over like a fucking wyvern and it lands on your arm, you're a big dude. Wyverns are big. So like, I don't know. I just like that as an as a visual image for just how big these giants are.
1: People who. Falcon, falconry, falconers. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: They should be called hawkers. Oh wait, but that's so different stuff. bird. What? It's a different bird. I know. But if you have a hawk, why would you call yourself a falconer?
1: I don't know if that's what I just remembered that they're called falconers. Yeah, I know.
0: Um cloud giants worship Memnor, the trickster. And I mean we don't I say this every time and then we talk about alignment. But we don't really care about alignment. But if you were to talk about alignment, all the other types of giants fall into one specific category. Like, uh, storm giants are chaotic good, and fire giants are lawful evil. So you would think that a cloud giant worshipped a trickster god, Mm -hmm. that they would likely be evil, and probably chaotic.
1: They're definitely chaotic
0: good, aren't they? Uh, No. Um, It's basically, they're a 50-50 split between neutral good and neutral evil, which is... It's so weird to me, uh. but the reason why, uh, the evil giants follow him for his deceitfulness and his self-interest. But the good giants, uh, like him because he's intelligent and he has silver-tongued speech. So like, that's where the split comes from, but I am surprised that none of them are chaotic because he's a trickster god.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: Yeah. Their place in the ordering is determined by their, their treasures, their wealth, their fancy clothes, the types of gifts that they can give to other giants. But like the dollar value of the things they have aren't really important. Mm -hmm. Like you can have 2 million gold pieces sitting around and like, yeah, that's a bunch of money. Good for you. But if another giant has like a dragon skull that's coated in a million dollars worth of gold and it's mounted on his wall, like
1: all of
0: a sudden your $2 million Of gold is like it's that's not impressive anymore. The dragon head is way cooler and it's worth way less. But despite the fact that wealth is so important to them, uh, they don't really steal from each other. That's nice. Um, I mean, they're bad at heists. We went over that. Um, But instead of that, they are really big into gambling. They'll bet massive stakes on just about anything they can, including things like, oh, who do you think is going to win this war between these two kingdoms? Obviously, they'll try and cheat and interfere and influence things to benefit themselves in the bet. And that's expected. Um, It's only considered cheating if you get caught. Otherwise, it's like, look how clever I'm being. And everybody's just fine with it. (laughs) Uh, And that brings us down to the third place giant. Third place? It's not a competition. It is a competition. The third ranked giants.
1: uh, Fire giants. Ganondorf. yeah. Yeah.
0: surprise. Surprise uh fire giants live in volcanoes who'd have guessed
1: a volcano yeah interesting
0: um they have a reputation of being soldiers looks Uh, like it they are warriors and conquerors uh and that is a very well-deserved reputation but they are also excellent craftsmen they are incredibly skilled artisans Uh, i believe it like i said their their fortress is basically like They're basically full-on Dr. Evil secret volcano lairs, right? And it would not surprise me if they also had their own likeness carved into the face of their volcano. (laughs) Um, But the fact that their house are filled with liquid hot magma... Magma. That means that they're also a perfect place for giant forges to be built and Ah, thus encouraging their mastery of metalwork.
1: I see, I see, I see.
0: They're also... um, I, good for the American economy because if they don't live in a volcano, they end up having to burn a lot of coal to keep the forges going. <laughs> or um, they're also bad for the rainforest, though, because if there's no volcanoes and no coals, they have to burn a lot of wood, which leads to massive deforestation in in the areas around their houses. So
1: interesting. <laughs> they're they're
0: pretty destructive. Yeah, yeah. Aside from blacksmithery and metalworking. Fire giants are also trained from birth in the intricacies of war. Uh, and by that, I mean a fun kids game to play is let's throw rocks at each other until we're old enough to be holding a sword. Uh, guess what fire giants do when they win a war and conquer kingdoms? What? Oh, they turn everyone into serfs. Oh. No. Yeah. So like. Surf's,
1: surfs- up, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now it's an E instead of a U. It's the bad kind of serfs. Oh, Surfins yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um fire giants mostly use these serfs to farm and raise livestock which like honestly they were
1: doing anyway they were doing anyway (laughs) so that's
0: fine but um they also use serfs in their as slaves in their mining operations um pretty commonly so you know i mean they're not nice they have slaves they of course they do uh, the lowest fire giants in the ordning are the ones that manage the slave pits in the mines. Mm-hmm. Uh, the highest in the ordering tend to be the smartest and strongest because being smart and strong means that you probably have a pretty good handle on how to make the best weapons. And then also you can use the best weapons well because you're strong at them. And that's that's fire giants.
1: Fire giants. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> the, speed run this one. The nice thing about
0: giants is that their names are pretty indicative of what they're all about yeah frost giants yeah like the cold that's that's the next one they like cold things they live in frozen wastelands and they wander around raiding and pillaging whatever they feel like um because
1: because they got horns yeah they got horns in their helmets
0: Yeah, and, like, nothing grows or lives in the frozen plains where they are, so they have to steal their stuff from lots of other places, obviously. They are also warriors, much like the fire giants, but the Frost Boys only respect brute strength and battle skills. Like, that is it. So, like, the fire kids are yeah, we fight good, but also, hey, look at this cool thing I made. Mm -hmm. And the Frost Boys are more like, yeah, we fight good, but also... Look at this war I started, <laughs> and that's that's their whole deal. They're their, their place- I made
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are literally the
0: I made this meme. Their place in the ordering is completely determined by physical might. So if you got toned muscles and lots of scars from major battles, your standing in the ordering goes up. They also like to make trophies out of the bodies of their enemies, and the more of those trophies you have, the higher you rank. If two Frost Giants aren't sure who stands above who in the Ordning, they'll just wrestle about it until they figure it out. Uh, And those wrestling matches go one of two ways. either No. uh, Well, maybe. (laughs) But basically, it either becomes a huge festival and the other Giants cheer on their favorites or... It turns into a massive free-for-all where everyone just starts punching each other in the face over and over again until the countryside is destroyed.
1: Ah, I see. Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, they, don't, they don't like making any of their own things. Like I said, um, crafting goods is beneath them. But carving and leather work are valued skills because you kind of need that stuff to make weapons.
1: You got to work your leather to make your weapons.
0: Yeah, or armor. So they'll take as much as they possibly can from fallen enemies and reuse armor and weapons however they can, uh, even if they're fighting like humans. Obviously, they can't wear their suits of armor, but they can take all of their shields and then sew them into scale mail, which is, I think, kind of cool. And they can use swords as
1: toothpicks.
0: Yeah. Or they'll like tie them to a big stick so that instead of a big stick, they have a big stick with a bunch of pointy bits sticking out of it.
1: Very inventive. Yeah. And they also
0: carve animal bones into weapons, and the bigger and cooler the animal that that bone came from, the bigger and cooler the frost giant seems. So, like, if you have a thing made out of squirrel bones, who cares? But if you have bones from a mastodon, man, that's pretty sick.
1: I don't know what a mastodon is. Don't don't bring it up, Kyle.
0: (laughs) The next guys... Are
1: stone giants. Stone giants. So stone giants. All right. Like the Harry Potter trolls, right?
0: Uh, stone giants are like the dude from Space Jam. The big, tall, lanky. Oh,
1: I'm looking <laughs> at
0: the wrong one. There are there are only two types of giants that aren't evil. Well, 2.5, I guess.
1: 2.5. giants could go
0: either way. But the only fully not evil giants are storm giants and stone giants. And they are also the only giants that like to be left alone and are mostly solitary and reclusive. So I kind of wonder if, like, all giants would be neutral or good if they just didn't have to deal with the general public ever. Like, everyone's like, these fucking humans, they drive me insane. And then, like, the storm and stone giants are just in the corner. Like, guys, just don't, just just look don't away. talk to the humans. Just
1: walk away from it.
0: You won't be stressed out. Just
1: leave them alone. Why are you crying? Just walk away. Um, Isn't that the Tyler... The- creator meme where he's like online bullying is ridiculous just stand up and walk away (laughs) (laughs) yeah where
0: because there's a a pattern forming in all of this I Mm -hmm. think
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. where do you think stone giants live in rock formations
0: yeah like caves and shit yeah Yeah. their cities are sprawling networks of caverns connected by rocky tunnels and underground rivers
1: because we all know the real name of D&D is Caverns and taverns. Exactly.
0: Uh, The outer, more accessible parts of their cavern networks are where they mostly live. And then the deeper and further you go, the darker and quieter everything gets until you reach the innermost chambers where it becomes completely dark and silent, except for the dripping of water sounds in cavern pools. And that's how they, like, measure time in there. So basically, stone giants invented the concept of float tanks.
1: I hate those. I hate hate that that exists.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, those deep, those deep in the cave places that are dark and and silent uh, are considered sacred places for the stone giants. And even like bats and cave bears or any Cave bears? Yeah. Like nothing goes to those places. They are. As
1: opposed to what kind of other bear?
0: Bears that don't go in
1: caves. Like what?
0: I don't know. Like a polar bear?
1: I don't know. Polar bears use caves
0: yeah but in in this a cave bear is like lives in caves only like they they, they're like they're like giants like stone giants live in caves only and they never leave well we'll get to that in a second cave bears live in caves and never leave
1: okay but like polar
0: bears go outside
1: okay all right i'm just checking uh
0: (laughs) stone giants are artists they uh like artistic mastery is their main goal in life Uh, And the better your artwork, the higher you're going to be in the ordning. They paint a lot of murals because graffiti is like a big part of their culture, I guess. Cavemen, cavemen. Yeah, really big cavemen. Uh, But stone carving is considered the greatest of skills to aspire to, I guess, obviously. Uh, Their leaders all tend to be the best artisans in their tribes. And also to go against all 80s and 90s movie stereotypes, they're good artists. And they're good athletes, so.
1: You can't be both. You can't
0: be both, but they are. the breaking stereotypes.
1: I'm calling the police.
0: Uh, If you're good at throwing rocks, you get bumped up the ordening, and that's their main athletic endeavor, like, shot put.
1: Hello, 911? Yeah, I'd like to report somebody who's trying to be good at too many things. (laughs) If you could uh, tell them to pick one, that'd be great. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.
0: I really like your dedication to that act out, because despite the fact that this is a completely uh, audio based medium, you still actually picked up the phone. Yeah, you got to pick the up the phone.
1: Yeah, I, appreciate I did not it. dial 911.
0: <laughs> no, but you mimed it. Um,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, they, they throw lots
0: of rocks, uh, but they don't just like huck rocks. They huck rocks with style um, because artistry is important in
1: everything. Even pitching. They love a good projectile motion.
0: Yeah. It also, it doesn't say this anywhere in the book, but I choose to believe that they are super into bowling as well.
1: I could see that. Yeah. They bowling parties. Yeah, it's throwing big rocks with precision. Yeah, cool.
0: We love that. Stone giants spend almost all their time underground, never really leaving their like cavern cities. Uh, anything outside of... Their realm is viewed as the realm of dreams. So when they go to the surface, they act like we would in in dreams. They don't don't think much about their actions. They don't trust or believe anything they see because none of it is considered to be real. Fake news. Yeah. So if you meet a stone giant outside of their cave, um, you can't really trust anything they say or do. Uh, like, if you make a deal with a stone giant, there is no guarantee that they're going to keep their end of the bargain because it's it's a dream. Like, you have no obligation to follow through on anything that you dream, so why would
1: they? I Yeah, I really shouldn't because I dream about a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned to keep it to myself.
0: Yeah. But on that same token, you can't really trust what they say. But you could probably tell off or insult a giant on the surface and they won't take offense to it because, hey, nothing is real. Or... They probably won't take offense to it, but I don't know if that's a gamble you want to take because, uh, again, nothing is real. So if they kill you, um, no one feels bad about it and they won't get judged for doing it. So
1: These people truly believe we're living in a simulation. I mean, pretty much, I mean, same, because I'm asking to get the full damage rendered (laughs) higher. (laughs) But, you know. Stone giants
0: have a reputation of being... Uh, aggressive and violent, but that's mostly only because the least artistic and the least athletic stone giants, uh, the ones that are lowest in the Ordning live on the outskirts of the giants realm and they tend to be set as guardians. So if you're running into one, you're probably running into somebody who's going to huck rocks at you to keep you out of their place. Um, But like in general, stone giants are really nice. They're super chill. Um, It's just, I mean, just like everywhere, it's just their cops that are shitty. (laughs) Um, And that's, I mean, that's stone giants.
1: And then we have one more. One more. Uno, hombre.
0: Yes, the Al Bundy Giant, Hill Giants.
1: Hill Um, Giants. Hill Giants. Do they live in hills? On top of hills. eh, Adjacent hill, adjacent. Yeah, they parallel. They live
0: like. On the plains and in the foothills and perpendicular
1: to hills. They,
0: yes, they live perpendicular to hills. Okay. Uh, they're they're big dumb bullies. They just blunder their way through life doing whatever they want, devouring anything that they happen to find in the hills and forests in which they live. They live in shoddily built shacks or mud huts. They swing trees around as weapons and fall asleep on hillsides after gorging on stolen livestock on a fairly regular basis. In the mind of a hill giant, size equals power. So the bigger the giant, the more powerful they are, and that's all they really know. Like I said, they're really dumb. They're so dumb that they don't even know that they follow the ordning. Uh, They just know that if a giant is bigger, then they obey that giant. And if a giant is smaller... They bully that giant, which is them just being shitty. But it's also that them's the rules. They just don't know that there's rules. So good for them. A tribe's chief is almost always the biggest and fattest giant that is still capable of moving around. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, they're dumb enough that they just keep eating until they're too fat to move. And then then I guess they die. Uh, If by some miracle, though, a hill giant gets a couple of extra brain cells, they will without hesitation use their cunning to subvert uh, the social order and move their way up the ordering, regardless or regardless mm-hmm. of their size. Uh, they eat constantly and they hunt or forage entirely by themselves although sometimes they have like a dire wolf companion with them but they do it by themselves mostly because they don't want to share their food with anybody else. How are you going to get big if you have to if split you it share. in yeah. Uh They will eat literally anything as long as it isn't obviously uh deadly to them Mm -hmm. so like if they know something is poisonous they won't eat it if they don't know that it's poisonous they might yeah they're gonna eat Uh, it
1: and they might die
0: but like otherwise like it's getting shoved in your mouth like whatever it is rotten meat moldy fruit all that piles of shit uh it's all fair game we
1: love a pile of shit
0: yeah uh farmers for this reason hate hill giants more than any other creatures because like most predators If they'll show up, they'll take down and eat one, maybe two cows, and then they'll move on. But a hill giant will eat all of the cows, then move on to your sheep, your chickens, your goats, and then probably your sons and daughters as well. So nobody really likes hill giants. They've never needed to adapt or change to the world around them, because since literally everything is edible and they're bigger than almost everything, uh, they just kind of survive blindly in the world. Uh, And because of that, they have never really developed a culture of their own. Mm -hmm. But on occasion, if they observe a group of creatures, uh, that is, I mean, too big for them to eat all in one go, they'll, they won't study them. I was going to say study them, but they'll observe them long enough. And then, I don't know, attempt to imitate their traditions and stuff, but they're stupid. So they do it poorly. Uh, the example the book gives is, Hill giants attempting to imitate elves will topple entire forests by trying to live in trees. Hill giants are basically, they're the dog that sits on your lap because it forgot it's a St. Bernard and not a corgi. (laughs) Puppy. If you are worried about hill giants hanging around your town and you want to scare them off, a legitimate way to do so is to pull a toddler's in a trench coat plan.
1: I love a toddler's in a trench coat plan. Yeah. If you can get bigger
0: than them they'll leave you alone. Yeah. Like stack three people up, wrap them in fat blankets. Uh, the hill giant will be like, no, that guy's bigger than me and he'll go away. Uh, but the downside to that is if the hill giant figures out that you tricked it, uh, he will obliterate every single person and building in that town and probably the next five towns as well. Um, sometimes a hill giant will declare themselves king of a region. And if they do so, they rule through fear and tyranny. Um, at least until they forget that they named themselves King and then start eating all of their
1: subjects.
0: (coughs) (laughs) And there's no guessing how long that'll take. Maybe it'll be a few years. Maybe it'll be the next day. And that's pretty much everything you need to know about the different types of giants, or at least everything that's in the monster manual. Volo's guide to monsters expands a lot more on the lore about different giants. But honestly, um, these episodes have been long enough and, there's a lot of interesting stuff in Volos, but it's not really necessary information to the context of what monster friends is, which is, you know, are they friends or fiends?
1: You only live once. That's the motto. Volo. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's it. Do you have any questions? Uh, Do I have any questions? Um, No, I don't think I do. Only because giants are very straightforward. They seem very straightforward. They
0: they are very straightforward. There's not like a. Their name is the thing they do. Yeah. And that's it. So. Okay. Well, in that case, um, friend
1: or fiend? Uh, I mean, they are probably fiends. Uh, except for the two that aren't fiends. Yeah, yeah, you you do have to like break it down like. I think. Storm and Stone are probably could, friends, and if, everyone else
0: is fiends. But, if like, you
1: could like somehow outsmart a giant and not have them know that you outsmarted them, you could use them for like you know your own use in a way. Yeah, I I
0: I kind of think that. Like, aside from the hill giants, I think you could befriend any one of them. And it wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, if we're going for, in general, yeah, they'd be fiends just because four of the six of them are. And that's more than half. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even the good ones, I don't really think I would, like, I don't don't think I would want to be friends with a storm giant. Just because, like, they wouldn't give a shit. It's Like, oh, man, I had a, a bad day at work today. Like, yeah, okay, great. That's a second of my <laughs> life. Like, I don't
1: I'm care. I'm never getting that second of my life back. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Do giants live long? Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, uh, up to eight or 900 years old. Interesting. Or Sometimes older, something like that. I don't remember. Uh, if I scroll up in my
1: notes from last week,
0: Yeah, I can't find it. Who cares? Uh,
1: If we can learn one thing about giants or one thing from giants, it's that you should just ignore everyone and you'll be a very neutral presence in people's (laughs) lives. Yeah. You won't rage out and murder everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yell at your coworkers, kids. You'll get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's it. What is next week?
0: I mean, I'm not going to tell you. That was a trick. It was a trick.
1: I wanted to see if you'd tell me what we're doing next week. I actually
0: don't even know. I haven't looked. Yeah.
1: Griffins! Oh, that'll be fun. Is it? Griffins? Did I guess it? No. Oh. Damn. I'm <laughs> so close. <laughs> Not really. Not really. I H. There's
0: I mean you should know like, like there's at least goblins in the middle. Ah, uh, goblins.
1: Goblins. That should
0: be obvious. Anyway, that's it for this week.
1: That's it for this week. I'm going to go buy a bottle of wine. Have a great day, kids. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll be
0: back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast.